0: Welcome to the Christian Business Advantage podcast, the podcast for Christian authors, speakers, coaches and virtual assistants. I'm your host, longtime virtual assistant, author and speaker Alicia Avant. On this podcast, we'll talk about how to build an online presence through email marketing, social media marketing, content repurposing and building and maintaining your website. After serving Christian authors and speakers for over a decade, I have learned a great deal about their greatest needs, and it continues to be a privilege to serve them. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Christian Business Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Avant, and today we are rounding out the month of September and the topic of hiring a virtual assistant with the topic of... Mastering communication. We're going to talk about some effective strategies for communicating with your virtual assistant. And I know, I know, I've talked about communication in every single episode, but why is that? I have found that when something is repeated time after time, it means that it's extremely important. If you are a follower of Christ and you read God's word, you know that God repeats things time after time to make sure that we know it is important. So I'm repeating how important communication is when establishing a relationship with your virtual assistant. So there are so many things that I could tell you about this, but I'm going to share with you six ways or strategies, if you will, for effective communication with a virtual assistant. It is critical for a successful working relationship. The very first one is to set clear expectations. If you've not listened to last week's episode, last week's episode is called Defining Expectations. And I will just tell you, you'll want to go back and listen to that episode because it helps you to have that relationship with your VA that is truly going to help be a win-win for the both of you. You'll be able to meet the deadlines that you want to. You'll be able to accomplish the objectives that you set out to accomplish. So let's go on to number two, use written communication. Now, I know I said On some other episodes, define how you will communicate and define how often you will communicate. And I did not say, you know, choose more than one, but the truth is, it's important to write down in print what you're wanting to communicate with them, whether or not you're on the phone or you're using a tool like Slack. You want to always have it in writing, clear record of instructions and expectations. And the reason being is this minimizes your misunderstandings and allows both you and your virtual assistant to refer back to these instructions as needed. So you can either do one of two things. You can, if you have like often make phone calls to your virtual assistant, you can have them take notes and then email you a summary of the notes at the end of the call. Or you can, and I have clients that like to do this, they like to outline what our call is going to be about, and then they email those notes over to me as the VA, and I'm able to follow that as I take notes during the call. But no matter if a phone call is how you like to communicate, it's always important to follow up with written communication so that there is a clear record of instructions and expectations. Third, you want to encourage questions and feedback. There is nothing worse from the VA perspective than feeling like you can't ask your client questions or you can't get the feedback that you need. Make it clear to your VA that they can ask questions or seek clarity when needed. And encourage an open and transparent communication to avoid misunderstandings. I can't tell you how many times I sometimes read an email from a client and I think, I have no idea what she's talking about. And sometimes it's just that I need a little clarity. So sometimes I have to reach out and ask, hey, can we hop on a phone call and me ask you this so you can make sure that we're on the same page? And I hope that my clients appreciate that because it helps to not waste time that they've paid for, but also be able to make sure that I understand what they're talking about. So that is number three. Number four is to provide that regular feedback. Even if maybe they don't ask for it, it's important to often provide feedback and encouragement to your virtual assistant. Constructive criticism is okay, but also be sure to highlight the things that they've done well and even some areas for improvement. Positive feedback can boost morale while constructive feedback will help your assistant to grow. Number five, document processes. Maintain a shared document that outlines those SOPs or standard operating procedures that I talked about on a previous episode. And this is a great tool, a reference point for both you and your virtual assistant to make sure that there's consistency with the tasks that you do, especially if you share tasks. So, especially if you both are working on a project and you want to make sure that each time you send your newsletter, it has the same overall look and feel and design. If you have an SOP for it, you can make sure that you don't skip any steps, that you do everything that needs to be done to ensure that it is done correctly. So documenting processes is a integral step in making sure that you and your virtual assistant are on the same page with things. And finally, number six is to cultivate a personal connection with your virtual assistant. As I've shared before, I've been a virtual assistant for a long time, and one of the things that I appreciate the most is when a client gets to know a little bit about me and my family and ask a little bit about my own life outside of work, and that just creates a more friendly and productive working relationship. They'll ask how my kids are or how my husband is doing, they'll ask, you know, about health and things like that sometimes, especially if, you know, I've had a cold and they knew that from hearing my stuffy nose or whatever the case may be. It's always important to allow a person to feel seen and heard as an individual, not just as someone that they're having a working relationship with. So it helps to build trust and it helps to open the lines of communication to Create that successful working relationship that you want for you and your virtual assistant. So I hope that this was helpful to you. I loved this series because it gave me the opportunity to kind of tell you from a VA perspective what is important to us as virtual assistants when someone is hiring us. And I hope that even if you never work with me as a VA, that this has helped you to have a successful working relationship with a virtual assistant in the future. If you are interested in hiring a VA and you wanna ask yourself some questions to make sure you're doing it right, go over to my website at aliciaavantandcompany.com and scroll down and opt in for that top five questions to ask yourself before hiring a virtual assistant.